No, we're good. We're good. We're good. All right. All right. Is yours different? I'm doing this. <laughs> That's not what I say. I just do it in octave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just do it in an octave higher. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. St- start. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to listen to is an experiment in sound. <laughs> wow. Wait, how did you do that with your mouth? I mean, I can, I can hear it pretty vividly. He told me this was going to be done. Um, yeah, I highly doubt that. <laughs> well, how mobile are you all? Because we can go to the lobby and do this. It's, yeah, we can go wherever. All right, because that's, that's what we normally do if, yeah. when it's so loud in here. Set at Moog. Oh, Mark Farina. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. At the Orange Peel? Yeah, yeah, he killed it. That was great. Plus, he's kind of got a hippie vibe about him, and that's like a hippie kind of town. Asheville. is very hippie. So it just fit perfectly. Like, that was, was great. I'm sad, it's, I'm sad it's like uh, biannual instead of like every year. I know. I was, I've been bugging my girlfriend. We gotta go back. Even if it's not a festival, we have to go. Yeah, it was, yeah Asheville was a great place. This is our zone right here. This is right. so. This is we're, who's who are we interviewed here. Africa Bambada we had right here. Yeah, we had Gold Room in the elevator, and we had a Luna George here. So y'all are going. <laughs> yeah, I saw that Luna George was here right before we played last time. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that was it. So what was funny about that is like there's like a yoga studio upstairs. So it's like so people come out and they start tiptoeing out. <laughs> All right. So. Do this again? Uh, no, we're good. We're good. Uh, actually, you can read your part, actually. An octave higher. Yeah. I don't know how high I can go, but I'll try to go really high. <laughs> Got it? Ready? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Call it treating your ear. <laughs> One more time for the people. Call it treating your ear. All right, perfect. <laughs> this is cr- cracking. <laughs> 
All right, so just all right, just to give you a background, so we are a radio podcast based in D.C. called Madcap. All right, just to uh, preface this, you all agree that our, our time in life is very short, correct? I would concur. Therefore, we have no time to BS within the allocated time that we have, you know what I'm saying? No patronizing questions. We need to dive in the thick of things within, within this short period of time. All right, all right perfect. All right, state your name for the people. I am Clayton Knight. I am Harrison Mills. Okay, and where are you all from? I am born in Madison, Wisconsin, but reside in Seattle, Washington. Born in Merced, California, and I reside in Seattle as well. Okay, if now if you were head of tourism for your for your neighborhood, how would you attract people to come to your neighborhood? Super good Asian food. Really? Like yeah. what? Let's expand. Let's talk. I'm, I'm a huge Thai food fan. Oh really? And so there's really good Thai food near my house, all within walking distance. <laughs> That's okay. about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, the view and the water. The view in the, the water. water, yeah. We got a lot of that, so. Okay. So, like, I'm not sure if this is correct, because I read this in an online interview, but uh, I read that your first concert was an NSYNC concert. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so, now, so, so, so what, I mean. No, there's nothing. Uh, okay. We're in pop, you're in popular fans. Uh, so, I want to know, what, what particular NSYNC ballad brought you in? Oh, man. I don't remember. Bye, bye, bye. It's okay. Yeah, it was bye, bye, bye. I think that was, like, the one. <laughs> but, yeah, uh I don't even remember it. It was like a long. It was a long time ago. Family family outing with uh, some some family friends. Okay, that was an insane concert. Yes, <laughs> it was a good time. I guess. <laughs> all right. So individually, how would you all uh, describe your life up to this point in thirty seconds or less? Thirty seconds or less. Uh, keep going. That's all. I, I mean, that's it's it's going still. That's okay. all. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, awkward fun. Hilarious, strange. Okay. So now how does uh how would you say your sound reflects your outlook on life or does it not? Um I don't know if it reflects my outlook on life. I think it reflects just the things I I like want to hear, mm-hmm. really. Just and obviously we try to connect with people, like create vibes and feelings and emotions that hopefully resonate with other people. Yeah. I would agree. I think it's just what we want to make. Just want to show people what we're listening to and how we want to hear sound basically so but is like say like, is your personality different in sound for instance like are you bolder there than you are in real life because i know like it's it just there's there's differences uh m- maybe a little bit but not really like i'm a pretty shy guy and mm-hmm. try to keep it somewhat somewhat low-key and i think the music kind of reflects that on a level so i think yeah i I like like calmer music, but I'm not super calm person. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I just end up making that kind of stuff. What type of music do you listen to when you travel? We listen to everything. We like world music, mm-hmm. indie music, electronic, obviously soul music, like old funk, dirty hip hop, tons me, of things. Give me some world music uh, tracks. Uh, I just we just listen to like weird compilations on okay. SoundCloud. I wouldn't really know like certain names. Um, I really like uh, Sue Jorge though. Okay, he makes really like. Portuguese acoustic music. It's really right. good. I can find that. So were either either of you classically trained in any instruments? I believe one of you played the piano. Uh, I was not. I played like goodwill pianos. Goodwill pianos? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I took classical piano for like eight years and then jazz piano for a couple years. What was the name of your teacher? Oh, Mary. It was definitely Mary. I don't remember her last name though. Does Mary I switched off a couple times. She, yeah, she, she knows I play music, actually. I actually ran into her when I was back at home for a little bit. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm doing electronic music. So, you, so you're playing an instrument? Like, kind of. So. <laughs> what, what was your favorite song to play back then? 
Oh, I remember playing Moonlight Sonata. I'd learned that whole piece in and out, and that was like my go-to. Okay. All right, let's talk about individual parents' influences. What was being played in the home? In the home, there's a lot of classical music for me because my dad was a classical piano player, basically, and had been studying his entire life, so I heard a lot of that. And then my mom was into, like, country, like okay. really corny country. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got those were the two doses. Wait a second, what's what's a corny country song we can put in this? Oh man, I'm trying to say, I don't even remember. But like, though, so, the there was Christmas carols done by some country singer that she would put on, like even when it's not Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. so uh, that was on quite often. Uh, uh, my dad liked classic rock mainly, and my mom liked a lot of stuff. She liked. Uh, <laughs> Come on out, you're good. Come on out, you're good, you're good. You're good, you're good. Um, my mom liked folk, old soul, like 80s music, um, Celtic music, and Let's talk about like, some Celtic music. Uh, symphonic music. What are, so give me some, can you give me some individual tracks? Of Celtic music? She liked this band called The Chieftains, <laughs> and she like played it all the time. I don't know what album it was, but it was like super Celtic, yeah. Okay, okay. So, um... So what are your all's methods of collaboration? Like, how do you all work together? Um, we kind of, it's, it's harder on the road. Usually what we try to do is, like, sit in a room and, like, decide a route of a song. Like, when we're at back home, we sit, kind of decide, like, the route of, like, this is the tempo. These are kind of the chords. And then we'll kind of take, like, a break for a day and work on it separately. And then we'll come back and start, like, compiling pieces. And then slowly we start adding layers and layers and then kind of trim the fat in the end and build a song structure. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we we use Ableton, which allows us to like sync up MIDI. So we actually mm-hmm. kind of run like someone will have a basic idea of a song or something, and we just keep adding layers back and forth till we have enough pieces, basically. All right. So as of late, what is one I guess uh, track that you all made that was the biggest pain in the ass to make? Ooh, biggest pain in the ass. There's a couple that like <laughs> got. <laughs> yeah, Kodo took us like we rewrote that song like. Seven times, so that one was just a struggle for some reason. But yeah, some of them come out really fast. Yeah, some of them come out really fast, and some of them, you know, now, start, take take their time. Now, can you tell, and vice versa, can you tell when really when one another doesn't like uh, like a, a particular sound? Yeah, like or facial like, expression, or or is it just like we're we're usually on the same wavelength? Most okay, of the time. it's like you know, we're just like God, this does not sound good, or this is like I'm so sick of this. I think if you're not blunt in the collaboration process like this, it's going to go downhill pretty quick. <laughs> okay. What, what do you all think about your sounds being called, described as oceanic? Nautical, if you will. Nautical? Because I feel like, I feel like perhaps your, your studio is like in sand. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've, 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 I've wondered this because, I mean, I literally think of an ocean, uh, which is a good thing. I mean, because like, it's, let's, let's, let's talk about the Northwest. You yep. know what I'm saying how the I, I was in the Northwest for a month in Ballard. That was yeah. that was my that's only history. That's where you're from. You're the, I live right. I have a view of Ballard. Okay, okay. You fuck with the Matador. <laughs> the Matador. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the first time I had hot dog with cream cheese. The weirdest <laughs> thing ever. But like that's but, a Seattle dog. I know. So like so, how is the like the Northwest? I guess like in your sound. 
I love the Northwest. Um, obviously, had a big sound. I think like just like the indie music mm-hmm. like scene in general has been like a huge part of us. Like, and um, I think even when we don't notice it, I, it's probably like when we add a lot of guitars and stuff, but okay. we don't even notice that we're doing it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, just like being able to go twenty minutes in either direction, like go into a forest or a mountain and escape the city, is really nice. Um, and it's always green beautiful place but that actually like that's a did you have something no else? that's a good lead because i want to know like what's an environment that like you haven't created music in that you fantasize about creating music in that's interesting um i think it would be really cool to make music on a boat I've never done that okay like, out like in the middle of nowhere with like nothing in sight just water okay so, <laughs> I would like to see that. <laughs> 2015 coming. Bermuda Triangle album. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, uh, so a question that we ask uh, all of our guests, uh, it's, it's a question that we took from the Paris Review. <laughs> I can't remember who wrote it, but it's, uh, it is every great artist secretly performs for an audience of one. All right, so like, who is one person as you, as you evolve, besides self, that you constantly want to make proud? No, no, no. I'm, I meant, no, no, she's not going to answer. Just make her ask a question next. Uh, God, I don't want to say their name because I don't want them to ever, like, That's cool. respond. <laughs> I don't want to know what they think, really. Um, I think Damon Albarn. Okay. Uh, lead singer of the Gorillas. Okay. I love his stuff. I love Tom York from Radiohead. Those are two people that would be amazing if I impressed them in any way. Okay. Or Bonobo. Okay. As far as making music, I just want to make music for people that want to get into it. So anyone, you know, the person in the front going crazy at a show is the person I'm making music for. And most of the time, I just make it for myself. And just, that's basically it. So I guess for both of you, what, is, what are some songs, I guess, or if, if there's been any music in your life that has kind of held your hand during a particularly difficult part of your life? Oh, music. Um... Yeah, Star- so Stars of the Lid, I don't know if you've ever heard of this band, it's like a very ambient sound. And uh-huh. so in like we studied in Bellingham, which can be really depressing during uh, the winter months because it's basically just rain continuously. But you have all the halibut in the world. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> oh, it doesn't, doesn't fix depression. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that music, that, that's, that one album really got me through a lot. So, Okay. Deal. Uh, first big breakup was Boney Vare's. Uh, forever, uh, forever Emma, I think it was ago. Forever mm-hmm. ago. Um, that one's a big one. Uh, in school, I really liked uh, the Truman Show soundtrack and the Kira soundtrack. Okay. I don't know if you know either of those. Well, that was a good movie, so. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, did you have another one? Did you want to do? No, that's it. All right, I'm going to make Christy, our intern, ask a question. Since she is the one, she is how I even know about you all. Okay, she was cool. like, you got a book. This duo. So, Christy. Um, so, one thing I wanted to ask you, like, one of my favorite songs by you guys has to be um, It's Only with Zyra. Zyra, saying that right, right? I don't know. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> she's, she's never I mean, said her name out loud to me. Really? So, yeah. Well, I mean, she's awesome, and obviously, you guys only picked her out because she's talented, mm-hmm. but... Tell me the lyrics behind that. Were you like involved in writing that? We weren't I involved, but she absolutely killed it. it. 
Yeah. yeah. We sent her, like, this loop, which is kind of, like, the starting of the song was kind of mm-hmm. the main loop, and then it's, like, some Rhodes piano on it. And uh, she sent that back in two days. She oh, had wow. pretty much gotten all the lyrics down in the harmonies. It was insane. Yeah, we wrote the melody and top line, and she filled in the gaps. So, so how, but, like, the, the words are very dark and, yeah. you yeah, know. And, like, when, she, when you got that back, like, uh, when you we, got that back, like, how did you feel about it? We were blown away. Like, she gave us a little demo. We were like, we kind of want to go dark with this, basically, is what we told her. <laughs> and she definitely went dark. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, it came, came together really nicely. She sent us, like, she, she, didn't have a, he, she hadn't all done, but basically it was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, sent us back, and we listened to it on the iPhone for the first time, like, just kind of like, because we didn't have speaker system. They were in Portland and heard it. I was like, oh, my God, this is something. And we played it, like, on repeat, I think. Like that, like, 30 second thing of her singing the, what we ended up listening to the build. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just like her, uh, she wrote kind of the build first, and then I think like one verse, and then we just went back and kind of like told her parts we loved, and then she just built on that. And this is like my favorite song on the album, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I would agree too. All right, so I'm going to list off a few tracks, and then you all tell me just like your response or just like a creation story. All right, uh, Bloom. Old, it's an old beat. Okay. It took a long time, um, but How weird. And it's I, one of my favorite tracks too. Yeah, it's uh, dark. I would mm-hmm. say, kind of vibey, and bass heavy. Uh, yeah, it feels like a dark Indian Vietnamese trap song to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Always late. Uh, that started with a loop that sounded exactly like Coldplay, and then uh, some weird Foley Room stuff, some guitars, some slapping the back of guitars, and then, uh, yeah, he was smacking it. Um, yeah, that was just, it just felt like the intro to the album, or very much so, that's why we ended up doing that. Now, have you all... Uh... <laughs> Personal question: Have you all, either of you, ever had sex to your own music? <laughs> this is the third time we've been asked this in a week, which really? is really interesting. Um, no, I would feel very uncomfortable doing that. <laughs> I would. Oh, this is me. This is me right now. No, that would be really strange. <laughs> One of our friends actually said, "I think I'm not going to say his name, but he he did do say this. his name. I'm not going to say his name, but he did do this, and he was confused if whether the vocals, the pitch vocals, were either the girl." making noises or like in the audio itself so I think that would be confusing <laughs> alright so do you all believe music has the, uh, the ability to heal yes very much so okay okay now I guess what do you want your fans to take away from your sound I know you kind of answered it but um that we tried something different and like we're not you know we're always trying to push ourselves as artists and are never really satisfied until we, you know, keep keep learning and trying new things. So it's definitely a new experience for us, especially working with singers and whatnot. And that was kind of the the goal was to try some new shit. All right. <laughs> so before all of this, how did you think this would be, and how has it differed from the actual reality? Oh man. Well, first off, I didn't think this would be. <laughs> yeah, this is all just kind it's of just me and you was chat e- extra. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was all, it's pretty surreal. I don't even feel like uh, it's happening right now. Like, I feel like it just all kind of just end tomorrow at some point, and I just go home and <laughs> do whatever I was doing before. Yeah, this, this industry is, like, so fickle, and, like, think of, I think of, like, 
my favorite bands and like how I don't really hear about them too much anymore and stuff. So I think we keep that in mind. We just kind of focus on what we love and we try not too hard to get caught up in the hype of things. And also we don't really have time to get caught up in it. We're like constantly working on new music and we're like in like transit most of the time. So I, it feels like since we made our first album, we haven't stopped working or even like stopped to rest. So it's been like two and a half years of us kind of like on the move. So I don't think we've had like, a moment which is kind of a good thing so it's been good kept our heads straight I think what, uh, what are your parents favorite track my mom likes it's only actually that's the one she she liked the most my mom likes the beat connection remix we did wow oh, yeah that's a good one yeah. mm. all right now, now it's time it's time to hear some like some a passage oh, I know since we Ken's go. gonna bother me about be like you hold an artist too long <laughs> all right which, which passage do we want to do Sydney <laughs> you want me to just read like the first? Yeah. And re- who 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 are you reading, by the way? Terry Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the people know. Terry Brooks. <laughs> my <laughs> my dude, Terry Brooks. Oh, okay. Yeah. You want me to do this one? All right, here I go. When I was only five or six, I spent three days tracking a bobcat through the neighborhood. I can't remember now how I learned about the bobcat, only that I did, and I was sure it was coming our way. After all, it was sighted only two countries over. It was winter, and I found its paw prints in the fresh snow right away. (laughs) Biggest cat tracks you ever saw. There was no doubt about what it was. I never actually caught up to it, but for those three days that I tried, I lived right on the edge of heart attack every time I rounded a corner. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) You you gotta read it on stage. (laughs) All right. so and last question is, what is uh, one song uh, in all the universe that you would like this interview, you would like to end this interview with? Uh, Jimmy Mack by the Marvelettes. Really? Nailed it. Okay, All right. perfect. All right. state your name for the people one one more time. Well, it's a good one. Oh, you already you nailed it. You like that one? Yeah. Okay. That one. Uh, that's a great fucking song. <laughs> All right, who are you two? Yeah. I am Harrison Mills. I'm Clayton Knight. And we are Odessa. From Seattle. There you go. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.